Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. We're here. We're back again. A few days later than we'd planned, but I blame moving house. <laughs> Quite frankly, crush in my mouth. Why did you? You said you were ready. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realise it was this hard. It's like trying to eat a tyre. From experience, you know that. Shall I let you finish? Mm. Well, let me tell you something exciting. After seven months and 13 days, I don't know if it's really that, I just made it up. The PlayStation 5 has arrived. <coughs> <coughs> no, it's, my licorice. Not, it's not the right reaction. You're supposed to be excited. It's amazing, I know. Oh, you're so I'm excited. So excited. Oh, goodness me. It came today. There we go. Swallowed it. I can't believe. I cannot believe some people it's here. Pay, some people pay good money for you to do that. So <laughs> just le- eating. It's a oh, special what's it podcast. What's it called? ASMR. No, they can't afford me. Ain't that the truth. So this was the moment when I opened the door. I'll be honest with you. I was absolutely out of it, completely asleep. And then the door. You're in your dressing gown. I know. I felt sorry for the delivery guy. Oh, yeah. You broke my arm picking that up. I'd like to thank oh, wow. the person on oh, wow. uh, Twitter who has spent months telling people when PlayStations are dropping on Amazon and everywhere. They're Is that doing... how you found out? I followed this person and they had like a live stream of all this stuff. So. Thanks very much to PlayStation Instant Updates. That is dedication. <laughs> if you're still struggling, why not try following them online? How long have you been trying to get hold of a PS5? S- since, I mean, I emailed PlayStation and said, hello, thanks very much. No, you didn't. You said, hello, we're a big deal. You know, we review games and consoles. Xbox gave us one. Yeah. So where's ours? And then they never replied never to replied. anything. Never replied. Uh, so anyway, we've been struggling and struggling uh, for seven months and it's finally here. Whoa! Hang on, I'm going to start it up. Oh, this is, Look, this is... I've just realised how big it is. Wait a minute. Alex Rhodes described it as a... This is like a spaceship. A fridge drawer, and it about as heavy. What do you think? It looks quite cool, though. Hang on, stay there, stay there, stay there. I'm going to turn it on, right? It's much bigger than the other one. It is a lot bigger. It looks quite futuristic, though, doesn't it? looks like a building in London. Like, it's it like does... a structure. It looks like, like the walkie-talkie shards, building. The the PS5 building. Right, here it comes. It's turning on now. Wow. Ooh. It's quite shiny, isn't it? It looks much better. We haven't really played anything. I've played Chivalry 2, uh, but I want to play Ratchet and Clank. We're going to play that in a minute. Oh, so good. Anyway. But we've actually got work to do. I need to contain myself in the excitement of It this. looks very shiny. It looks a lot better, but it is quite a chunky piece, isn't it? Right, I want you... Because this is something we've talked about before. PlayStation controllers and Xbox controllers don't normally get designed with female hands in mind. So I've played a little bit of Astro's Playroom, which Alex reviewed in our last big episode. They call it the haptic triggers and the feedback and stuff. It's an amazing controller. How does it feel to you? I love it. 
It's nice, I isn't it? I love it. It's really good. It's so nice. I don't think... Have you got the PlayStation 4 controller? Yeah, I'll get you the PS4. Because it kind of just sits in your hands. Just kind of slots in there, easy. Yeah, you see? You can tell a man's made this one. <laughs> what, the PS4 one? It's a bit... So the PS4's a bit chunk... I know, I know the PS5 one is much bigger yeah. and much heavier. But the fit of it looks a lot but better. But the fit of it, because it goes quite from fat to thin uh, as it goes down the controller, whereas... If you have the PS4, it's just one kind of size. Yeah. It's made for bigger hands. We're going to give it a go and we'll let you know how we get on with our reviews of Returnal and Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Rift Apart, I think it's called. I mean, we've literally just downloaded it now. It was funny, though, because I started it up and it said, do you want to transfer all your games over? And I said, absolutely fine. It said, that'll take 22 hours. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to play it now. So I just did all the save data and then I'm just downloading games now. So if our internet's slow, by the way, sorry, Lee, uh, it's because of that. Anyway, you've been investigating why there's still delays in getting a hold of the PlayStation 5, and it's to do with chip shortages and specifically semiconductors. So this is Lee reporting on why you might still be struggling to actually get one. The PlayStation 5 was launched in November last year with the catchphrase, Play Has No Limits. But here we are six months later, and it's still almost impossible to actually buy one. Why? Well, it's down to a global shortage of semiconductor chips, tiny pieces of technology which essentially make all of our devices work. From your car to kitchen appliances, televisions, even the radio you're listening to this report on. In fact, they're just about everywhere and they're a key part of how the PlayStation 5 runs games. The shortage is something that caught the attention of the American President Joe Biden, who signed an executive order back in February to try and tackle the issue. Computer chips, like the one I have here, you can hardly see it, I imagine. It's called a semiconductor. It's caused delays in production of automobiles that has resulted in reduced hours for American workers. A 21st century horseshoe nail. This semiconductor is smaller than the postage stamp, but it has more than 8 billion transistors, 8 billion transistors, 10,000 times thinner than a single human hair in this one chip. We need to make sure these supply chains are secure and reliable. I'm directing senior officials in my administration to work with industrial leaders to identify solutions to this semiconductor shortfall. But the shortage is still continuing. The pandemic has meant that home entertainment gadgets like game consoles, TVs, smartphones and tablets have been flying off the shelves faster than ever, along with PCs and monitors for people working from home or children learning remotely. So there's increased demand. And at the same time, there's been huge disruption to semiconductor manufacturing. Companies like Apple and Samsung order enormous numbers of these chips, so manufacturers have to put companies like Ford, who make smaller orders, to the back of the queue, even though their cars have dozens of computer chips in them. To give you an idea of the size of the orders, Apple spends more than $50 billion on computer chips every year, while Toyota, which is the biggest buyer of computer chips for cars, only spends about $4 billion. Sony's PlayStation 5 has a custom-built chip powering it, as well as needing chips for things like controllers. Xboxes and Nintendo Switches are also full of computer chips. That means console manufacturers have to wait for their chips before they can make a console for you to buy. 
If you're thinking, that's great, but really, I'd just like to get hold of a new console as soon as possible, then Jim Ryan, the boss of PlayStation, said in a statement, It will get better every month through 2021. But don't get your hopes up just yet. Tech boss Chuck Robbins owns Cisco's systems. They make routers, help to store data online, plus 85% of internet traffic uses his company. And he believes that the shortage of computer chips is set to last for most of this year. When COVID hit, I think everyone thought that the demand side was going to to decline significantly. And in fact, we saw the opposite. <laughs> we, saw, we saw the demand side increase. So what happened is... All of the manufacturers like us and car manufacturers and everyone sent lower demand signals to the providers of semiconductors. They then reduced their capacity, and at the same time, demand went up instead, which was a complete shock to so many of us. And now we think it may be exacerbated because customers, we're afraid, are placing multiple orders or placing – there's so much demand in the system because they're trying to get ahead of it. The, the overall demand right now could actually be exacerbated, but that's okay. We think we got another six months to get through the short term. Uh, the providers are building out more capacity, and that'll just get better and better over the next 12 to 18 months, we think. So when will Chippergeddon end? The short answer is when supply eventually catches up with demand. That means you might have to play the long game to eventually get your hands on the new PlayStation 5. Very interesting, that, isn't it, how it all... There's been such a, there's manufacturing. Been, yeah, there's been such a kind of like chain reaction from the, the pandemic that when you're kind of sitting at home waiting for your PS5 to arrive, like us, <laughs> you don't really realise actually what your weight, like what's causing the big weight. Um, and well, that's the answer. Amazing that it's got all the way to the top of, you know, President Joe Biden's list of things to sort out. Is yeah. that big of a deal? But I mean... You might have heard already, we're moving house very, very soon. Which is why there's a slight delay in this episode coming up. But uh, (laughs) as you can imagine, trying to beat the stamp duty deadline... It's a bit of a rush. It's been fun. No, but the thing is, we want some French doors put in at the back. Uh, And normally that would take, according to the builders, it would take about a week or so, maybe two weeks. But it's actually taking up to six to eight weeks because they have to wait for all of the, uh, the parts to come. So you're comparing the PlayStation 5 shortage with the uh, French no, I'm not door comparing. shortage. No, they, I mean, you're right. There's I'm just saying there are the pandemics affected all industries, the tech, you know, the tech industry, the construction industry, like everybody's waiting on parts. It's the world is waiting. The world is waiting. What game are you most looking forward to on the PS5? Uh, well, I told you to download it, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, it's going to be so It's the first true PS5 game that we've downloaded. Then there's Returnal, which I'm excited by. But anyway, we'll do that in our next big episode. Stop kidding around, Snake. Just one more thing to talk about on our news update episode. Have you eaten some more sweets? Is that yeah. what's happened in that? No, little... no, no. It's 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 so hard. This licorice. It's like I don't know what it's made of. It's like rock. It's like titanium. <laughs> but I'm just going to put it to the. I'm going to put it to the side for now. Okay. Well, I saw this article on it. I thought it would be such an interesting one to run by you. This is in The Guardian. Someone called Zoe Williams did a sort of opinion piece on video games. And she said that video games have turned her kids into wage slaves, but without the wages. So she's got kids and they're playing things like Genshin and Hitman. Her husband plays Hitman and they're all playing these games. And a lot of the games have tasks in them that are repetitive Mm. and quite boring. Like, Mm. you know, if you've ever played World of Warcraft and you're thinking hang on a second, why am I mining for hours and hours just so I can build an axe? I'm basically doing the job of a a real-life craftsman 
except that I'm not getting paid for it. Some games are quite repetitive. But why do we get locked into doing them? It seems a bit like a, a Jedi mind trick to me. It seems like the game developers can say, well, if you're playing, I don't know, Batman and you want a new Batman costume, as long as you log in every day for the next two weeks, you can have it. I suppose that's why games are so addictive, though. I mean, They're designed you're, to be addictive. you're the worst for this. I know, I Because I, you're I a completionist. It. Yeah, I see myself doing these you, boring you, tasks. You're like, just, what, just another hour. Just another half an hour. Just five just more ten minutes. Ten more minutes. Yeah. And then it turns into, like, the whole day. I'm nowhere near as bad as I used to be. There used to be a game uh, which we played, uh, Left 4 Dead, which we've played together. Yeah, it's a zombie shooter. Such a great game. Now, they had an achievement which was something like kill 54,300... 32 zombies or something like that right so, i didn't realize there were that many in the game no no but as in you know over the lifetime of you playing the game oh i see so one day i thought i really need to compl- i need to get this yeah, done you're like this so i my friends and i we played four player and we kind of came up with a strategy to get this achievement and at the end of it i thought why did we why were did you we cool that? at school chris I mean, I played the violin, so <laughs> absolutely not. Um, it, I don't know, they, it is like having a job sometimes. And then you've got to think to yourself, I'm not enjoying this game, so I put it away and walk away. I think also, um, I know we bring him up quite a lot, but you know uh, Wolfies, who I've spoken to in the past, he won uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Well, he came second. Yeah, yeah, he won loads of money. Though. It didn't really matter because he won a million, million ba- dollars. So dollars. He's got but, mad cash. But I mean... His mum said to me, it's really hard because I know how good he is. And I know, look, he's made a lot of money from it. But there were times that I thought, oh, you know, he spent like four hours on it today. He needs to come off it. But then it's hard, isn't it? I think that when you've got kids, the percentage of kids who can go on to become professional gamers and win millions of pounds is quite low, I would say. Did Bailey just sneeze then? Our rabbit just sneezed. Oh, that's good to know coronavirus for rabbits (laughs) no No. a pigeon sneezed at me the other day but he didn't know that what I was like can you please not can you wear a mask and go away a pigeon sneezed on you a pigeon sneezed how rude I know I was like get out but anyway so with games and kids I do think it's good to have a time limit because if you are you know repetitively mining in the game and you're not actually enjoying it there's something in you, isn't it, that thinks, well, I'm going I'm to carry on. Don't I, do it. I think the bigger question is, why are game developers making games like this? Back in the day when we used to play Sega or, you know, Nintendo, it was kind of, you know, you got your Crash Bandicoot, you played it, you completed it, right, next game. Whereas now they're like, oh, there's downloadable content. Forever. Oh, there's an online mode. And if you play a thousand online games, we'll give you a better, you know, character well, We played skin. Mario, didn't we? Well, we completed Mario on the Switch. I think it was called Mario Brothers Super U or Great something game. like that. Really oh, good it's game. really good. It's really good. And when we beat it, we were really happy and put it down. Yeah. That's why I loved and I still love gaming is because you you get a game you sit down you complete it you can come back to it when you like but then once you've done it you move on and you have a variety of games but I feel I like some it. of the games that you play in particular just go on forever well I'm playing the Mass Effect trilogy now and there's probably a, more than 200 hours worth of gameplay in that what's the card game you play Hearthstone you, you're you're never off that that's the perfect example actually because Every three months, they release a whole new load of cards and all the old ones that you played with get ditched. And then you try and beat people online. And then if you pay a little bit extra money, you can have some better cards. Actually, I've just (laughs) realised something. I don't think I really play that many in comparison games that are 
like the ones we're talking about. Yes, I know. So you you re- don't. Recently, you're quite separated from uh, it. Really quite separated because I played the recent Crash. Um, I also played um, Little Nightmares 2. Games that when you're, they're done, they're done. I mean, Little Nightmares 1, I think there's only, what, four or six hours of gameplay in there? Yeah, you can do it relatively quickly. But I, that's what I like. Mm. On to the next one. I prefer these kind of games anyway. So maybe that's just a, something to think about. Uh, but anyway, we need to go and spend more hours on Ratchet and Clank. Sorry. Rift Apart. Sorry. <laughs> Grab my sweets. You just want your sweets, I don't you? I am ready for this. Right, we'll let you know how it is in our next episode. Woo! Don't miss it. Thanks for tuning in to the Naked Gaming Podcast. Lee's already on the licorice. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.